Hello, today I'd like to tell you a bit about how I use crystals. It may seem a very odd combination, uh, NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, and crystals. Um, so why? Um, why do I find it necessary to use something which many people would call woo-woo um, or even witch-like um, alongside something like NLP, which is used in corporate life, for sales teams, for building teams, for uh, negotiating and so on. Um, and then we have crystals. Well, there's several very good reasons, actually. Um, one is that probably the most important one is that actually kids love them. They're so tactile. They Some of them are smooth. Some of them are a bit bumpy. Um, they're all completely um, unique. They come from nature. They come in different shapes and sizes. And they vibrate at different energy levels, different sort of frequencies. Um, and children know that. They just automatically can connect with that they can hold them in their hand and they can choose which one they want to hold um, and there's usually a link between the color that they choose and the chakra in their body that's the sort of energy centers which I'll just go on to tell you about that need to be cleared so they come in different colours. Let me tell you something about the chakras just so that that's sort of, you know, clear. So the first one, the energy comes up through your body and the first um, uh, centre, uh, the first chakra, is the root chakra. And it's sometimes called the base chakra and it's red. So when a child or a teen chooses a red crystal, it's often because there's some aspect of sort of safety, security, feeling grounded that is compromised at the moment. Um, and um, I could go on and talk about sort of, you know, what fruits and vegetables, what colours to wear and so on on another podcast. But for the moment, I'm just talking about the crystals themselves. So the red crystal is really good for a child that is feeling a bit insecure. Some things maybe happened in their life to sort of rock that sense of security so they just don't feel grounded. Uh, they feel very unsure. Um, and um, the essential oil that you could use alongside that crystal, if you wanted to, um, would be one that's called balance. Um, and that really indicates what that red crystal is doing. It's balancing, it's it's grounding you. Um, and so that would be a really good crystal to put under the pillow for a child that's feeling a little insecure at the moment. Then the next chakra up is the sacral chakra, which is the sort of um, creative centre, the womb area. Um, it's the area of... Um, can be the area of sort of vulnerability to some extent um, and when um, that's blocked we sort of feel a bit stuck um, and so the the crystal for that area of our body 
<clears throat> is something sort of orange, um, an orange type of, of color crystal um, will really um, help a child that's feeling a bit stuck and a bit um, needing to feel like there are more options in life, more choices, can feel um, creative about solving sort of problems um, and so on. The next crystal up, the next chakra up is the solar plexus, which is just sort of around, uh, just under the, um, uh, just above, sorry, the uh, tummy button, um, that sort of cross um, your body, across your tummy higher up. And that crystal would be a yellow crystal. Um, so any yellow crystal will support the solar plexus. And the solar plexus is that area which is all about um, feeling confident. It's about self-esteem. It's sort of like your powerhouse. And it's not too surprising, is it, that when children feel very unsettled and insecure and feel like they're, they're just not connecting with, with friends, um, they're feeling sort of quite low self-esteem, you know, it tends to be in the tummy area that they experience it. And that's around the solar plexus and the sacral area. So a yellow crystal will support um, confidence. And then the next chakra up is the heart chakra. And the heart chakra is either green or pink. Um, many children love a pink quartz. Maybe yours does. Um, a pink quartz is such a beautiful crystal. Um, you can either get sort of quite a big sort of raw type of uh, pink quartz or some use the tumble stones and something like that under the pillow again for a child who's not feeling very loved at the moment um, and wanting a bit of love in their life. Um, some say that the pink is for sort of love of self and green the love of others and you can actually use both of course um, and some automatically are drawn to sort of either pink or green so either of those for the supports the heart chakra the next um, and that's obviously all about love the next chakra up is the throat chakra and I do find a lot of teens struggle with their throat chakra um, and that's about speaking their truth, about voicing their, um, their true self, being authentically them, being able to be accepted for who they are. Um, and the colour for the throat chakra is blue. Um, and I find a lot of mums too sort of find their throat chakra blocked. They just can't speak their truth. They can't be themselves. Um, and you can hear that sometimes in the voice. It's sort of slightly a little bit throaty and a little bit sort of um, catches a bit. Um, and I can always tell when I'm talking to a mum on the phone when their throat chakra is sort of a bit blocked. It, you can just sort of hear it like catching in the throat. And a blue stone, a blue crystal is lovely for that. I mean, when I say the colour of the crystal, what I mean is that there are lots of loads and loads of different crystals. And each one, um, you know, will, you know, that they, so long as we go by the colour for the chakra, that's fine. But each one will resonate differently with your, with you or your children, child or teen. So if you're going to a crystal shop and you know perhaps from using a pendulum um, which chakra is blocked or you think that you know because of what's what you're struggling with, go to that area with the, those particular colours and then just pick them up one by one and just 
feel whether that crystal is the right one for you because there are many blue crystals, orange crystals, yellow and red and so on. So um, any of them will really do for that particular um, chakra. And then the next one up is the third eye, which is indigo. And that's all about your inner knowing, that intuition. Um, so that dark blue would be a good one in that area. Um, and you can tell sometimes if that's not um, really balanced, if you're just really not sure of, of what to do and you just can't trust your own judgment. Um, so that's a good crystal to hold um, to clear that. You can even put it on your third eye um, and, and just meditate and think about, you know, what would be the right thing to do. And then on the, the crown, um, which is the top of your head, that's where the sort of energy goes through and passes through. Um, and the that one is either a purple. And of course, the popular one there would be an amethyst um, purple or um, a clear crystal. Um, and again, you would weigh up which one resonated with you personally. And that the, the purple or the clear crystal is all about higher purpose, what we're here for, what's important to us in life, what we want to do, where we, how we want to move forward. So this tells you about the crystals and the chakras. And lots of teens are, in particular, are using these crystals to support themselves. They're reading about them. They're talking to their friends about them. Um, they're Googling them. They're going to crystal shops and talking to the owners there of the shops um, to find out which ones um, would be best for them. And I think that's lovely uh, because they're really taking an interest and um, wanting to help themselves. Um, one of the other things about crystals is that teens in particular can feel very overwhelmed by life. There can be so much going on for them in terms of the obviously the sort of school situation, exam stress, making decisions about the future, but also things like relationships with teachers, relationships with their peer group, their friendship group, boyfriends, girlfriends. Um, friends out of school, uh, with their parents, with their siblings, um, with themselves and their own body, um, eating and food issues. Um, they generally don't feel they look great. Um, they have very low self-esteem about their appearance. Um, then there's social media issues. There's the whole thing about sort of, you know, online presence and what's being said, what's not being said. It's, it's a very, very difficult time for them and to feel that they can be not only supported by a crystal, but um, use that um, in meditation to be able to have a selection of crystals to choose a particular one that they need in them in the moment. To, I mentioned having one under their pillow, but also maybe having one in a, a carrier around their neck. Um, in their school bag, in their pocket, in, on their desk when they're doing their homework. How I use them in therapy is that sometimes because of all these different issues, it's really hard for them to know where to start with what to say. And so by asking them what crystal do they feel they need at the moment, I've got a whole selection as you can imagine, um, 
asking them to choose a crystal that represents what they'd like to get out of the session um, is so helpful because they're then projecting onto that crystal what they what they want. So I know that if they're choosing sort of say a yellow one, it may be about self-esteem. If they're choosing a red one, it might be an issue about sort of feeling safe uh, and so on. Um, but it doesn't have to be about that. It could be as they describe the crystal, I'll say, what is there about that crystal that conjures up or that you know resonates with you in terms of what you want? How does it reflect what you want? And they might say it's sort of a bit lumpy or a bit sharp or it's a bit dull or it's a bit small or, you know, they'll talk and they'll expand on how that crystal represents what they're looking for from the session. Or I might ask them to choose a crystal for how they're feeling at the moment. You know, what's going on for you at the moment? And they'll choose a particular crystal. And then again, they'll project onto that crystal how they're feeling. And then I might go on to say, and then could you choose a crystal for what you feel will help you to get there? So we're using crystals to connect with the emotions that they're feeling. And then they can project onto that crystal um, what they're feeling. And that's so much easier than just having to come up with some cognitive, some thought out, sensible why type question or, or answer, because there's so much going on for them to try to actually refine it down to the sort of precise words as to what they're feeling can be so hard for them quite apart from the fact that they're you know they're they're feeling that they're going to be judged because automatically that's what they feel from any adult um you know I do my absolute best to make the therapy room a fun place there's doors that open out onto the garden there's some hens messing around outside that sort of that usually takes their eye and they find quite amusing um, there's lots of art and craft and, and play materials, which actually teens really love because it feels very unthreatening. It feels very safe. It feels sort of quite childlike or, you know, or great. You know, I know where I am with sand or with color felt pens. Um, so but nevertheless, um, especially for a first session to come in and see sort of a collection of crystals uh, can be very reassuring and when I ask them to just pick a crystal that reflects you know how they how they feel right now or one that they feel will help them right now um, you know it's it's it can't be judged can it because how could it be wrong it can't possibly be wrong I'm not going to say oh that's the wrong crystal so they're starting off straight away with a premise that whatever they choose they're right and therefore, it's safe to commit to that particular, you know, that's the crystal that, you know, really will help me right now. So, I mean, there's lots I can say about crystals. Um, there's lots I can tell you about how to use them in therapy, how to use them as a teacher. Um, I, I'm going to be posting something in much more detail on Substack about uh, about that. I'm afraid it will be only for paid subscribers. 
um, because all of my sort of coaching and sort of teacher type content, the sort of professional content, I'm afraid is behind a paywall for the paid subscribers, um, which is five pounds um, a month if you're interested. Um, I also um, use the paid subscriptions um, to offer sort of free ebooks and so on. But I do hope you found this helpful. And if you're on the free subscribe, if you're a free subscriber, um, to uh, my uh, podcast, sorry, to my Substack, um, then you'll see that there are lots of posts there that are, are free and available about all sorts of aspects of things that you can use with your kids. So that's all for now. Um, and um, do get in touch um, for more information. Um, my email address is judy at judybarkkoviak.com. You can, I'm very available for you to get in touch and talk about your child. Um, on my website, there's a free 30-minute session sort of link. So I look forward to hearing from you. Bye for now.